This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. They're incredible sheets. They're incredible bed sheets that were inspired by NASA. They use silver-infused fabrics and make temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature. And let me tell you a little something about myself. When I first moved to New York City, I essentially went to a corner bodega, bought a set of sheets that were made out of what felt like cardboard, and that's what I slept on for like years. I thought, I guess I thought I just wasn't even worth more or like, I just didn't even know that comfort was possible. And then I started like actually realizing like, oh, I don't have to live like this and buying actual sheets that made sense. And truly the temperature regulating property of these NASA inspired sheets by Miracle Made are like the apotheosis of adult living. Like you can live with comfort, with temperature regulating. The funny thing is I thought temperature regulating was just like something you had to just deal with your whole life. That There was no sheet that could help you with that. Your body just went through wild temperatures and that just, you know, sucked and you had to just deal with it. But you don't have to deal with it because you can get miracle made sheets. They're self-cooling for better sleep. They're also, this one's really fun and it's actually really important for my husband. They're self-cleaning because they're infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. And because of that, it's designed for your skin. So it stops the bacteria so it doesn't clog your pores and it doesn't cause as much, you know, breakouts and acne, which is a big problem for my husband. Since we started using Miracle Made, my husband has just had way less of the breakouts and the clogged pores. And like I said, they're just like, luxurious. Um, They're designed for a person who's graduating from the cardboard sheets of their youth. (laughs) Graduate from those, you guys. So go to try miracle.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's T-R-Y, try miracle, M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash fake the nation. And at the checkout, use the promo code fake the nation and you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. And Miracle's so confident in their product that it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you're going to get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. And thanks so much to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. And thanks so much to Miracle Made for regulating my body temperature at night uh, with the sheets. I really love them. Fake the Nation, episode 256. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we try to figure out which news to ignore and which news to pay attention to in a never-ending aim to maintain healthy anxiety levels. I'm your host, Nikin Farsad, and today we're going to talk about how much we talk about former presidents, and we're also going to talk about um, one of our other for- current presidents, Joe Manchin, A, and we'll talk about Naomi Osaka and sports media. I cannot believe the panel we have assembled for you today. It's the kind of panel where I basically don't have to do anything because of the panel. I just have to sit here and press record and then they do my job. So uh, joining us, um, 
this is not her first time on the show. You've heard her before. You've loved her before. She is the author of the book, Yes, I Can Say That, When They Come for the Comedians. We're All in Trouble, a book that you should have absolutely already have purchased. And if you haven't, now is the time. She's also host of the podcast, Kill Me Now, uh, with Judy Gold. And you can see her perform comedy uh, all over the country. And you can see her just completely obliterate audiences because she is so fucking funny. You guys, it's Judy Gold. Hey, oh, Judy. thank you. Yay. Oh, my God. I can't follow that. I can't follow that uh, intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, also joining us today, you've heard her on the show before. Uh, she's, uh, you know, I mean, everyone knows this woman. Everyone has experienced the joy of listening to this woman speak about, I mean, she can make it literally anything funny. That's the thing. She's host of the podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. She performs all over the country. You hear on Wait, Wait, for, uh, wait, wait Don't Tell Me, for example. Uh, and she's just... Absolutely phenomenal. Folks, it's Paula Poundstone. Thank you so much. I love that Paula Poundstone. Uh, this is an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize um, when you asked me to do this in the game, I didn't even know Judy was going to be here. So this is like, this is this is a cupcake with the kind of icing that I like. Oh, I love you. <laughs> what is the kind of icing that you don't uh, like? I don't. Uh, anything with Look coconut. At, when they put coconut on it, it oh, wrecks it. Or no, when they, yeah. or when they like put fair. nuts on it. Why would you do that? Yeah, I feels, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the same. And don't put it in my ice cream either. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I don't believe that nuts should be in a lot of things that we yeah. put nuts in. And I, I just want to go. I want to be on the record about that. I don't care. If, you know, and so does wanna... every school child in the country. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, folks, before we get into the show, I just want to thank everyone who came out to my show last night here in New York City. It was like my first full just night of me. It was so fun. It was so fantastic. I can't believe that we sold out. I um, mean, it's, 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 it was the first, um, whatever, pseudo post-pandemic, wherever we are in the pandemic. It was the first um, show for a lot of people. I'm just honored that I was your first show. I mean, oh my God, I had so much fun. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. Um, a quick note uh, for New York City residents, um, early voting starts Saturday. So get out there, um, get your ranks going, hit me up if you want some <laughs> rank suggestions. I know we talked about the mayoral race um, on Fake the Nation a few weeks ago, uh, and it is um, and it has really heated up since then. So, uh, you know, let me know. And um, and I have some ideas for you. <laughs> and also, uh, thanks so much for the people who um, support me on Patreon. Uh, and if you join uh, us at patreon.com slash Nagin Farsad, you get bonus segments of the show. Um, like recently we had uh, an episode on Friendship Red Flags with Jody Avergan and Starley Kine. Um, we had a ridiculous conversation with Dean Obidala and Allison Leiby about a crazy situation involving um, a boat and um, a, an overly chatty person being marooned in the middle of the ocean. Uh, I, you can read <laughs> ridiculous essays about my personal history with mime. Yeah, I said mime. I said mime. Oh my so, folks, um, join us at patreon.com slash Farsad if you want to get in on that action. And now, let us get into it with topic number one. Now, I, I emailed you guys, I mean, just mere hours ago because I didn't want to talk about this. But that's actually the question that we need to talk about is... Whether or not we address Donnie and talk about Don, our former shitty president, because he's back on the campaign trail, essentially, 
doing his ridiculous rallies. He had one of his ridiculous rallies recently. I didn't watch the rally. I didn't read a lot of coverage about the rally. Uh, and I honestly can't believe that anyone goes to these rallies because they're so boring. They're so unstructured. He says the same shit. It's, it's, you kind of imagine that the people who really like, you know, torturously slow, long art house movies where they do one shot of the crashing waves for five long minutes. Those are the same people that would enjoy the rallies. They are in fact diametrically opposed people. But I'm just saying like, it's interesting because there is, there could be a Venn diagram crossover between art house cinema lovers and Trump rally goers because <laughs> it is that boring to me. Um, so my question is, you know, he's clearly going to be out there. He's clearly going to be talking. The media has started to cover him. And I guess my question for you both is, should we be covering it about covering him at all. And my question for listeners is like, do you want to hear us get into it about what he's doing or not doing? I mean, obviously I'm not going to breathlessly cover him ever um, again, but just how much do you think you should know about what's happening on that end of the Republican party? Um, uh, Paula, what do you think? I think not talking about him at all, I guess, would be like if you had a dinner party. Like if I had a party here at my house and my dog, Mo, who's part golden retriever and part Newfoundland, um, if I just, you know, <laughs> she whines and she barks and she behaves badly a lot. And, and if I just never, if people came through the door and Mo kind of jumped up on them, but I didn't say a word about it. You, you know what I mean? If I just pretended it wasn't, then it's kind of like that, you know. Um, so right. I, I feel like people, he's, you know, he's not the problem. But the fact that he's doing and saying what so many people think is a good idea is the problem. So I think some coverage is appropriate. I, you know, I don't want to hear his whole speech or, you know, make some poor press person watch the whole speech. I don't want to. Um, but I do think right. some sort of, you know, monitoring, you know, like some light monitoring, some light monitoring, you know, like, right. uh, so that when he's, when he's jumping up on someone's leg and sniffing their crotch, we are self-aware about it. We know we can well, acknowledge that it's happening. No, I say wait till he bites. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Jumping up and sniffing their crotch. No, ignore that. At first, right? That's just like a that's just like a Tim Apple tweet or something. Yeah. At first, yeah. when you said that, I didn't realize that you were using my, you know, my is it called a metaphor? I didn't the use the metaphor that you set yeah. up. At first, I thought you just meant Trump jumping up and sniffing someone's crotch, and I thought, no, no, that's don't worry about that. Um, yeah, Judy, where are you at on this? You know. I kind of agree with Paula, but here's the thing. I, I feel like I'm going to take this dog metaphor to another level. Like I have these friends <laughs> who have this little dog and they have wee-wee pads all over the, their fucking apartment or their house. <laughs> and it's like you walk in and there's little balls of shit all over the place. And it's like, I don't want to eat while your dog's shitting in the corner, you know, and that's what he is. He is those little pieces of shit that are, you know, all around the, and everyone's like delicious meatloaf and they're shit <laughs> right at your foot. So, but here's the thing. I, I agree with, with Paula, but the pro, I think the problem is like definitely covered that he had his pants on backwards. Like that's fine. But, um, 
it's it's such it's such a slippery slope because yes you don't want to talk about it but he's so dangerous i know he's not the problem but he is so fucking dangerous the constant lying yeah and 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 the um inciting violence and it's 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 beyond like the fact that you, yes, you kind of have to cover it because he's the ex president, but just cover his lies. But we have fucking Fox news that it's just ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. the fact that, 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 that the, the GOP doesn't want to investigate this insurrection. Meanwhile, Benghazi, 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 you know, it's I, I just I, I can't can't believe how low that we that we, we can go with this fucking asshole. You know, I mean, the thing is, though, part of me, I see what you're saying. Like, he is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. So we need to come. But at the same time, wouldn't he be less dangerous if just if no one covered your people? Right. If nobody covered him. I just I mean, and I think I, I don't rem- I think MSNBC carried part of the rally or something, but like CNN did or whatever, like there was some kind of coverage from a mainstream network. And I just thought we're covering a fucking yeah. rally of some dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Essentially, he is some dude who lives on a golf course. He's a, that is all he need be like. Right. He, d- he doesn't actually have to be more powerful than that. It, he has as much power as we give him. And then I'm obviously not a fucking reporter. You don't listen to the show if you're trying to get like report, you know, reporting. But I'm sort of reacting to like just what's out there. And I was did not want to talk about him at all. But then I noticed that everybody in mainstream news was like covering this rally because they did, you know, they also have done polls. And then if he was, if if they, we were voting today, he would have the, he would be elected in the primaries for the Republican ticket. So it's like in that sense, they're covering him. But I mean, there's also other people like Nikki ha- Haley or whatever that could also snatch up the primary victory. Like, right. why don't you cover her breathlessly in the same way? So Ratings. I just, part of me feels like some of these, yeah. this argumentation is ridiculous if you want to let OAN and what's that yeah, other one exactly. do their cover, like, great, yeah. it, it'll sort of die on the vine. You know I what agree. I mean? I like, agree. I just I, I don't, don't think, think we should be covering him. I don't think mainstream media should cover him. I really don't. And the fact that, that they even showed part of this and it's not a rally it's a shitty comic going on the road yeah. with their old fucking act <laughs> it's a hack shit act no one it's like he's it's the so worst boring. it's it so, boring. so bad it is so bad yeah it's not even bad in a fun way like that one movie what's that movie that everyone goes to see like because it's the worst movie ever made or whatever i don't know, in, I don't like, know. the judy the gold story um, the Judy Gold. There it is. Um, I haven't seen that. Is even, that out? Yeah. The Judy Gold. Story? Yeah. <laughs> you can see the boom mic in every shot oh, of wow. the Judy Gold story. Um, but it's not even like so bad. It's good, right? There's, right. It's right. just so bad. It's boring, and you just want to fall asleep. Like yeah. it's, and I just don't understand. Um, so I don't know. I mean, um, Paula, final thoughts on this? Like, if you're a podcast host. Which you are. I am. How much time are you devoting? Like, are you, by the way, the backwards pants thing came out of this rally. Because right. I guess, again, I didn't look at it. I didn't look at it. Did it look like he had his pants on backwards? I, yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, to me, he could. It's dumb. It's he so could dumb. Wear his I mean, pants I think that's the part. Of, I, I think your care. point, Judy, is like that stuff is insignificant, so it's kind of fine, right? But I just also, even in the in backward pants land, think that like. Let's not fucking talk about this guy at I, all. His I pants agree. or any of it. <laughs> Just like, yeah. I don't know. Final thoughts, Paul. Well, what we could do is get um, Nikki Haley to read mm. Trump's speeches. And that way there. <laughs> and I think she would be willing to. I don't think she'd have any problem with that. God. Imagine getting That's up in the funny. morning, being one of those sycophants, you know, just... Oh my God! You know, having to decide how how you're going to behave that day. You know what I mean? Having right. to decide what it is you're supposed to say. I mean, look at uh, Lindsey Graham. How do you even decide? Do, do they call him every day and say what's okay right. for me to say today? I want to call her within the lines. <laughs> I don't. I agree. I mean, I don't think mainstream media should cover him. Um, and I think the reason that they did so much from the start. Um, was ratings what Judy said earlier? Ratings. Absolutely, ratings. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Follow the I money. Mean, fuck capitalism. Well, folks, let me know what you think. You, what do you want from me as a as your lowly uh, dirtbag podcaster? What do you want from me in terms of like of of this fucking guy? Because he's like not going anywhere, and I guess he's gonna do stuff. Like, do you want to know? I don't know. Let me know. This is an ongoing battle with me, my head, you guys in my head, and uh, you know. Ah, uh, Trump, Trump's pants in my head. Uh, All right, uh, let's take a quick break. I know, I'm so sorry. Let's take a quick break, and uh, we're going to hear about our sponsors. Oh, my God, we love sponsors. Hey, sponsors. And then when we come back. Sponsors. sponsors are sponsors good. Sponsors are so good. And when we come back, uh, that is my my child. She is just screaming in the background. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk about other things. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Ugh, folks. I mean, first of all, it's a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel unwanted subscriptions, and it monitors your spending, and it helps you lower your bills. But that's headline news, okay? What it has done for me, it has reminded me of the absolute ridiculous world of things that I have subscribed to. And why have I subscribed to them? Why have I wasted my money in such a way? And thank God that Rocket Money has come around to show me that, hey, Nagin, you don't need a subscription to an obscure Brazilian film archive, do you? One of the things that I found for me once that was really upsetting was that I was paying for a subscription twice. It was an educational app. And you think an educational app isn't going to do you that way, but you know what? It might. It also lowered a bill for me. Lord, my cable bill. Yes, I still pay for cable. Don't worry about it. And then the other great thing is when you are trying to get rid of these subscriptions, you just do it with one tap. You don't have to like call customer service or whatever, all the other miserable things that you do when you're trying to get rid of a subscription. It just does it with one tap. That's one of the actually best things about it because I've had such a hard time in the past trying to unsubscribe from something myself. It lowers your bills for you by up to 20%. 5 million users. It has helped save an average of $720 a year, which makes sense for me because that's about as much as, that's about what I was saving. And with over $550 million in canceled subscriptions, that's what they've achieved. 
I mean, you've heard me talk about Rocket Money before. It has really improved my relationship with subscriptions. I'm going to just tell you that much. So stop wasting your money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Guys, cancel those unwanted subscriptions at rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Today's show is sponsored by Factor. You guys, I totally was a factor person before they even sponsored this show because they're so delicious and when you're constantly busy and just need a few nights of meals a week to just not have to cook, like factor's incredible. And then for me, here's the other incredible thing is they have these delicious keto meals because I try not to eat carbs and they have these wonderful keto meals and me and my husband have just been rejoicing in factor meals. So here's their deal. They're ready to eat. They're fresh. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved. They're also ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. And like I said, I had like the keto stuff, but they also have calorie smart. They have protein plus. There's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Um, I had one of their little green juice shots that I really enjoyed. And oh my God, the, I just remember having this one meal. It was like grilled chicken situation with like a, I want to say like a creamed spinach situation. Oh, so delicious. I remember also having like a cauliflower mash situation. I mean, they really make the veggies taste delicious. This ain't your grandma's veggies. Mm -mm. They make them fun and delicious and not at all like, oh, I'm eating healthy. It's not like that. It's like, this is fun and delicious. There's no prep, no mess. Like I said, they're ready to heat and ready to eat. So you don't have to prep, you don't have to buy stuff, ingredients, and da 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 I mean, if also, if you're like me and you're just like not terribly confident in the kitchen, you're gonna love Factor. All right, so here is what I think you should do. I think you should head to factormeals.com, all right? Head, head to factormeals.com slash fakethenation50 and use the code fakethenation50 to get 50% off. That's code fake the nation 50 at factormeals.com slash fake the nation 50 to get 50% off. It is such a good deal. And we are back and we're ready for topic number two. So Joe Manchin doesn't want to end the filibuster. Neither does Kirsten Cinema, And yet without it, we can't get any major bills passed, including H.R. 1, the bill that's going to protect voting and, you know, democracy. For them, bills need to be bipartisan, even if that just means like one, one person from the Republican side has to vote with us. I guess my, my first question is, you know, I, I the title of this segment was the Joe Manchin presidency because it does feel like I just talk about and think about Joe Manchin all the fucking time. Oh. Um, so my first question, and 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 now Kirsten Cinema as well. And I, my first question for you guys is like, what do you think of this purported higher goal, this like greater moral good of bipartisanship? Okay. Go ahead, Judy. Go ahead. Bull, bullshit. Bull, you just heard <laughs> fuckface McConnell say, we're just going to stop everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> Which sounded like nothing. Okay. That's exactly. Yeah, we're going to stop just everything. Like his, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 
there, there is, we play this game that we are, you know, morally, um, more adept or I, I don't even know, like, okay, okay. We gotta stop. We gotta stop this. They have screwed us and fucked us over. And Joe Manchin, what, who, did they have something on everyone? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they must have some <laughs> shit on, on Joe and Kirsten. Yeah. I don't understand. You're a Democrat ish um you know these republicans they stick together they they are a unit there's okay there's a couple that but we gotta play fire with fire fire with fire we are you know like i I don't know how you feel paula but you know al franken he he wouldn't have put up with this shit you know we need people with fire in their belly who like Tim Ryan? I mean, oh, these great. guys are fearless, you know, and that's what we need. We need people to call this shit out. And Joe Man, what the fuck is I? I he is driving me <laughs> fucking crazy. Paula, where are you? Are you uh, at Judy's level of? Crazy? I think I am. I I I'm. It's gonna. Um, I agree with Judy that uh, McConnell saying, you know, that he's not, and McConnell had the nerve to say, well, the end of, you know, it's come to, what is it, the time, the, the era of bipartisanship is over, as if he wasn't the guy just a couple of days ago who said, I, I, you know, I'm, all my energy is going to go into stopping anything right. Joe Biden wants. So we already know that we're not going to get, <laughs> you know, I, it's it's so frustrating that they do both things. You know, they you know, it's like right. if I burn down my house and then I go, oh, my house burned down. I, you, you can't have it both ways, Mr. McConnell. But they do over and over again. They do. And it's defying physics. You, you know, it, you know how they say you can't have your cake and eat it, too. And they're having their cake and then they're eating it. And. And the, and, the, and it has coconut on it. And, it has and coconut and, the, and nuts. Trust me, there's nuts all through. So I think so. Part of you know part of part of the part of the Democrats is that we just keep staring at that, going like, because it frustrates me. You know what it reminds me of? When I was a kid on the playground, right? When someone would do, because I can't edit myself. I can't stop talking. I can't. I, I don't. There's not a thought that doesn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> try, try as I might um, and I get up every day and I say I'm not going to tell people everything today and by the end of the day I'm like J- I did it again but uh, when I was on the playground and they would say that I would say something to somebody if they you know if I was angry or something and they'd go uh, I'm rubbing your glue everything you say bounces off me sticks to you that frustrated the hell out of me and that's <laughs> That's the Republicans. Like, you know, why are you hitting yourself? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, ah. So, yes, I, I, and I don't understand Joe Manchin. I do have to, okay, I have one story to tell you. So I have a friend, and I'm not going to say who it is, but they are a longtime D.C. person. Very, very, there's, very, this is a person who's talked to everyone many, many, many times. And Is it Joe Biden? It's not Joe Biden. And, uh, okay. oh, that was it. You got Joe it. Biden. Um, so, Joe Biden. Uh, so we go to lunch one day and I said, uh, I said, this is a couple years ago. I said, I, I cannot rest until I find out what happened to Lindsey Graham. And 
She, she goes, oh, I know. And we're sitting at a booth. And I practically leap across the table because I think she's going to whisper something like salacious about right. what the thing is. Because you were talking earlier about do they have something on everyone. Yeah. So I, I literally practically leap across the table. I lean way in. And she goes, they want to stay in power. They like having staff. <laughs> they like getting seated at restaurants when they walk in. And I'm like, that's not it. And you know oh, what? Please. As t- it's not it. And it includes a cock. That can't be, that can't be it. Because also, I think they're getting seated at fewer restaurants. You know what I'm saying? No, like, as, it's so, uh, as time but, goes on, I think more and more she's right. There's a- it, Really? Yes. Mitch McConnell is, is has not acted on behalf of the country in I can't remember when. And what he wants is to be the Senate Majority Leader. He likes that job. Right. That's he likes he that job. And he will do like anything. He just likes that job. He will, yeah, he likes and that job. He will yeah. burn down the whole house in order to get the seat beside the television. He 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 will do anything to keep to keep that status and that power. And I think hey, that can we I are, just can I just tell you yeah. right. I I the, the one of the things that is at stake here, right? is H.R. 1, which is a bill that would protect our voting rights. I mentioned in the intro, it would nullify laws passed by 14 Republican-controlled state legislatures that are meant to curtail, like, mail-in voting. Um, It would give, like, partisan poll watchers power. It would give elected legislatures power to overturn election outcomes. Like, what has been going on in these 14 Republican-controlled state legislatures are so dangerous, and H.R. 1 would basically nullify all all of those things, right? We, we know what that is. About, wait, does it nullify the thing where they can, they can, this, the state legislature can overturn the votes? Does it nullify that? Because I've yeah, heard that's it doesn't. Part, I think that's part of it. Yeah. I've heard it oh, doesn't well, do that. I, I, I could, okay, sorry. Well, maybe I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reading from a thing that made it sound like it does, but we have to fact that. Well, who that. wrote that thing, but Bill Barr? Because he doesn't summarize well. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I believe this is from the New York Times. Are there some redactions um, in it? Because they do yeah. that, and those are those are important redactions. What's crazy to me is that Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. I mean, do you think that they they're like going out on a limb here to protect the filibuster, which is the only thing that's standing in the way of us passing a bill like that? Right. And I get that if we if we get rid of the filibuster, we're also getting rid of it for when Republicans are in power, and we have to deal with the consequences of that, right? But but this is a big thing that sort of foundationally preserves democracy. Right. So it's like, let's get rid of the filibuster and then we can have democracy function. Right. And so that's cool. But then we don't know. Maybe it won't be so bad when when Republicans don't, you know, have to deal with the filibuster. Um, do you think Americans actually know or give a shit about the filibuster specifically? Like, why, no. is Joe, why do Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, why are they dying on this hill? Like, is it, do you think a West Virginian is like, well, Joe, on that one filibuster thing, Joe Manchin, you know, it doesn't, I'm just surprised by this, uh, the, by the position on the filibuster. Well, th- their constituents, I mean, Kirsten is in Arizona, Joe Manchin is in West Virginia, you know, their constituents are mostly Republican, you know? Um, no, but not not in Arizona. I mean, there's the other Demo- the other senators. Yeah, are that's Democrat. true. That is true. My brother lives there, but and and my nephew works for Kirsten Cinema. 
Whoa, okay, all right. Oh, no, hey, but he, you should have revealed that in the beginning. Much. That, you know what? <laughs> I, I Full don't, disclosure. He is the en- you environmental. this entire podcast. No, it hasn't. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he, <laughs> were, is he is the en- environmental uh, environmental policy advisor. No, anyway, no you know what? He, this, this podcast is tainted now. This okay, is- whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm not with her. I'm not with her. I just don't understand it. We un- th- These voting laws, first of all, it's all about racism. It's all, let's just say it. It's about people of color not voting. It's about them staying in power. It's about keeping citizens united, which was the worst legislation ever uh, passed. And it's like rich people can run for office and stay funded. And, and the word, the term public servant, public servant it doesn't even exist anymore it doesn't exist you know, and and the other thing about the filibuster which is really frustrating um this thing that most people are like filibuster i don't even know her uh stupid hey now. I, thing, thank you <laughs> so a lot um, of people a lot of people have mistaken it for dave and busters and uh <laughs> and that's caused a lot of problems um and i agree i don't want to get rid of dave and busters i i <laughs> I like pecan pie. I mean, I try not to eat eggs, but uh, but I will make the occasional uh, exception for pecan pie. And um, yeah, no nuts. And who doesn't like air hockey? And so you know, and yes. and foosball. I, I mean, I play. Look, look, foosball is very important to me. Uh, oh, my oh my god, god. I love really that. Yeah, oh and god. I live alone, and I have a foosball <laughs> table. So, uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave and Buster's, uh, I'm I'm in. Uh, so yeah, that's where a lot well, of the confusion. I just want to say, it, it, it creates a lot of confusion, and and I wonder where um, foosball is on on the fact that out of 168, you know, uh, cloture motions um, ever filed or considered. This was, I think, again, this was from the Times. Um, 82, 49% of those motions happened on nominations made since 2009. So this is mm. an Obama, this, uh, the, the use of the filibuster in this, in this obstructionist way is something that basically just went nuts during Obama's presidency. Oh, what is And that? again, mm. it, coming back to your point, Judy, about racism, um, it's like they really saved this senatorial tool for the black guy when he took right. office. Right, Absolutely. Um, and so, but it's, I just also think, I mean, I continue to say, I've said this before, I think it is a miscalculation for Republicans to think that making it more difficult to vote will help them in the long run. In the long run, it will not help them because their own people love a mail-in ballot. Their own people in Florida, more Republicans mail in v- balloted before 2020 than Democrats, right? So right. you're making it difficult for your own old people who like a mail in ballot, old people like a mail in ballot, people that have crazy schedules like a mail in ballot. And these people can be from your party. So they I think mail, this is, they use mail in ballots. They all use mail in ballots. They, I'm saying this is exactly this Them, is themselves. a miscalculation. Yeah. They themselves in the Senate, in the House, use mail in ballots. So I think that they're making uh, a mistake. Um, I'm probably wrong because why would they be going? Well, I don't think they, they should if if they're on a long line waiting to vote they should not get water 
They should not. <laughs> definitely not. Get That's all I have to say. I, you know, the, tr- um, the truth is, m- most, you know, although there's many provisions that are troubling that these guys are doing with the taking away the drop boxes and the mail-in ballots and blah, blah, blah. You know, people are going to get there. People are going to vote. The more you take it away from them, the, right. the more they're going to vote. That's right. But the thing about yeah, the legislature being being able to overturn it, overturn that's that like that's the thing that must the worst. be stopped. Uh, yeah. And it's inconceivable. Um, and I, also, I mean, that is inconceivable. Yeah. And I, I want to point out that, you know, you talk about Mitch McConnell just like wanting power and that's the secret with Lindsey Graham and all those guys. I really do think that's the secret with Joe Manchin because he's holding on so tenuously. West Virginia, you know, white voters without a four-year college degree made up 69% of voters there in 2020, and they all went for Trump, Trump. right? This is a state that voted Trump in 2020, but also voted for Manchin in 2018. So it's... it's he's you know th- there's yeah. no reason to believe that a Democrat would ever be able to win West Virginia, right. um, you know, in the near term. Uh, so it makes so I think Joe Manchin is largely thinking about himself and that shitty, and that's all. But if <laughs> he, but if he, so if he's not there, then it would be a Republican, and we'd still right. be up against it. I think. Uh, Part of the problem is just that his argument is so, like, apparently he's voted on other things that weren't bipartisan and didn't have a problem with it. Right. And I agree. Oh, yeah. I would he love for it all to be bipartisan. But the, sure, but, the, sounds great. but the Republicans have laid out that marker that that's not of interest to them, already saying no matter what's in the bill. Right. So, But they will take credit. They will take credit for, you know, the bill if it's successful. <laughs> uh, final thought on this, Paula, your idea. Okay. What if we say that even if they get thrown out of office, they still can have some staff and they still can get seated at restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> and that way there, we take Folks, away the incentive. Yeah. Do you see what I'm right, saying? We take, yeah, uh, yeah. That's Paula's idea for how to deal with these people. What ideas like do you it. have? Uh, what what kind of carrots can we dangle in front of these people? Um, let me know on all the social media that we should obviously all be also avoiding. Uh, let us move on to topic number three. So Naomi Osaka is one of the best tennis players in the world. She's even beaten Serena Williams. But tournament season this year has been a little bit different for her because she has refused to do media inter- to, to do the press. Um, interviews. She's been fine and ultimately declined uh, to do the French Open because she just doesn't want to do the press junkets. Um, She cites mental health reasons. And the tennis world on its part cites an elaborate media and economic ecosystem that makes these tennis players millionaires, which I think is the the uh, what's written behind the lines. Uh, where where are you guys on this issue? Like, do you, there was a whole a whole hubbub about her declining to do the interviews. Do you what do you think of that, Judy? Well, I'm gonna say I am 100 percent behind her. Uh, I am very pro mental health. My son is a division one athlete and I see the stress and it's not like the media was 40 years ago. 
It's like these people are, you know, okay, this is part of your job. You're going to go in that room and they're going to try to say nasty shit to you or, you know, just play with your fucking head. Uh, and you ha have to be okay with that. But I mean, the fact, the thing that stuck with me the most was when Venus Williams said, you know, I get through it because I know none of those people can hold a candle to me. They'll never beat me in tennis. They can't do what I do. But Naomi Osaka is a 23-year-old uh, phenom. And, and this is, I mean, look what we have to go through. It's so stressful. She's there to play tennis. You know, there are other ways of communicating now. Um, and I, I, I give her, I think this is so good for mental health. If she had a torn ACL, they would be like, oh, she's out. But it's because it's this other mental health thing. Um, and they shouldn't find someone for that. And Michael Phelps is on her side. I, I really am 100% and I, behind her. And I think this is a great thing for acknowledging you know, that there is a stigma behind this and she should be able to play tennis. <laughs> Paula, where are you at on this issue? I think she needs to use affirmations. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Mayo, if you're listening, Paula has some suggestions for you. Yeah, just, I am, you know, I am a good, um, uh, yeah, well, the truth is there's no way of separating sport, professional sport from money. And there's no way of separating the promotion of press from professional from sport. Money. And so, unfortunately, it does all come together. I mean, I could be, for all you guys know, I am the best tennis player in the world. I just have never, <laughs> Table tennis. I have never Table promoted tennis. it. Um, I'm not even good at that anymore. But I, 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 I yeah, I used to be okay but uh, uh, at ping pong. But uh <laughs> like those days maybe behind me. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, so there is no way of separating those things, unfortunately. Uh, and I really appreciate someone saying publicly, you know, mental health challenges. We and talk about it now. Right. We talk about it. I mean, the pressure is ridiculous. But, you know, you look at, at her interviews. She is sort of not the most verbal person. And it does play with her head. And look, the president even has someone else speak for him. Like so many other people hire people to speak for them. That's you a know? good idea. She could have a spokesperson. Right. She could be Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. And she can have Nikki Haley um, speak <laughs> for <laughs> Wow, Nikki Haley has so many jobs right I now. Know. She has to do Trump's rallies and she has to do <laughs> Naomi Osaka's interviews. No, I want to do Na Naomi Osaka's interviews. Oh my I God, want, that would be so great. I, I think want she would people prefer to you sit to do and that. then I'll lean over to her. Yeah, right. So, so, all right, so Judy, ask me a press question. <laughs> so uh, I noticed um, you weren't coming up to the net. Uh, a lot. You were staying back. Is there uh, something preventing you from uh, uh, volleying the ball? And so now I lean over to Na Naomi Osaka and I come back and uh, I can knock that ball down your fucking throat. Don't ask me a question yes! about that. <laughs> yeah. Can Ms. I always Ooh. do this show with Paula, please? Miss Osaka has asked me to yes. tell you I can knock that fucking ball down your throat. So, you know what I would... 
Okay. Um, I had I, I, I have an idea for yeah. tennis in general. Okay. Um, and I'm saying this on behalf of my dog Mo. Um, if they would use squeaky balls, <laughs> it would be so much better. Just you know, in in the press junkets, you want them to use when the when the tennis players play, they need to use the tennis balls with the squeaky sound right, inside. For the dogs, My, you know, Mo I see. Would no, love that's exactly that. right. You would get, and you could also put those on the bottom of your walker so that people can know that you're coming. Oh my gosh, you know? that's a great right. idea. The yeah. tennis, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I would say, um. It's interesting because I get, like I feel like you know the you know, so the old person part of me is like these are this is how it's done this is how you earn millions of dollars you don't get to earn millions of dollars if you don't engage in all of the functions of this job unfortunately in most like in most jobs there are parts of it that you're not gonna like you know that's life life includes things you don't like you know but you've got to do them because that's how you're a millionaire you know what I mean. <laughs> And then the young person part of me is like, well, those rules are fucking old. And why do we have them? And they're dumb. I don't have a young person part of me. Do you, Paula? (laughs) (laughs) Right here. Um, Well, you know what I mean? I I, I I do. And I do. And I do. Like, it's it's weird to be like, I feel for the French open. But like, I see the point of like. But the media is not like when it was Martina. It was, it's, 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 there's some evil. It's different. It's not like it was. It's now. It's like 24-7. She said this. She did this. It's on, you know, it's on Twitter. It's not the same as but when, I mean, she, when but we that's were kids. Also, look, I mean, the other thing is there are tennis players who dream of having as much press coverage as she does, right? Because it helps their bottom line, because it me- ma- it makes a, a meaningful financial difference in their right. lives to have press but attention. But she doesn't. So part of this is like looking a gift horse in the mouth, no? If your money is all you're after. But, you know, like you're saying, there's hard parts of the job. I'm sure her training isn't easy, you know? Um and I do, I do think it, the media is it's way different. And if there was a pool of reporters, just a small group, they I think they need to change it. It's vicious. It is vicious. Um, and you see, watch, you know, there's so my kids always show me these these um, basketball players getting, you know, doing press after the game. And some of them, you know, they'll get asked questions and be like, "I'm only here because I have to be." And that's how they answer every yeah, question. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, have Paula, have you ever said no to something? The other the other crazy thing to me about all of this is how amazingly like fuck you it was of her to be like, oh well, I'm not doing the tournament. I was so impressed by that. <laughs> like I just because the guts, like I don't feel like I possess the chutzpah to just say, Well, I'm quitting then. You know, and so Paula, what do you think about have you ever quit at that level and how did it feel? Have I ever quit at that level? (laughs) (laughs) Like in front, I mean, obviously like not the French Open, but just like, have you ever quit something that's like people, you know. I've never been, I mean, if if there was one area of my life where I'd had, you know, some moderate success, it would be as a stand-up comic. And yet there's nothing commensurate in my, uh, I've not achieved in the heights world, within yeah. stand-up comedy as she has uh, within tennis. Um, 
such that um, when I go to- Well, you've still, I'm sure, I'm sure you've left something or quit something that has seemed like a good, seemed like something hard to quit. Or have you not? I have. I mean, I have, there have been jobs where I went, you know what? I don't, I can't because I don't have, you know, when I got my third kid, I had to say like, you know, uh, there was stuff I couldn't <laughs> yeah. do. Any, uh, I, 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 um, okay. Can I just say something about Paula? Yes. Just. I'm a, well, I'm a whore for money and I will do almost anything. So that's really, I'm trying to find a way to. Is that what you're going to say? Judy, is that what you're going to say yeah, about that's Paula? I was just going to say, you know, look, going. Paula is a, a, just a genius and an icon and, and, and has so much integrity. I, I have to say this from someone who, I mean, she, she's been a hero of mine since I started doing stand up. but that's very, you nice know, of you. I see, but I see her. I see the benefits she does. I've been at gigs where she's written a check to the people. You know, it, it's. Well, I used you know, to drink. Uh, I I might have. Okay. I now she's been, an asshole. I might have, now she's an asshole. I, I might have been drunk on those nights. Um, no, but, um, but there, yes, she, you, you, there's, you know, I, my, I myself have turned stuff down because I, I can't, I, like, I can't support a certain you know some sort of organization right, right, right. you know for ethical reasons yes. sure but see, I, think, I think but see i think it's really hard to turn something down like paula when you're saying you had your third kid i feel like it's so hard for me to turn something down when there is really kind of like a burnout issue or just a like stress issue you know it veers into the mental health issues where I'm, I mean, the, the few times that I've turned something down because I'm just like, I cannot possibly add something more to my plate, even though I want the money, even though it would be good, even though blah, 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 blah. Like, and, and once I've turned it down, the one good thing about it is that I've almost immediately forgotten about it. And yeah, right. not, you that's know, true. Yeah. It's like I immediately felt the relief of saying no. Right. And it was, you know, and it and and, and just a load came off and it felt amazing. But, you know, here's what's different. I, I, and, and there are many jobs that are like ours in this way, but there are many that aren't, which is um, it's not, you know, it's not like we've. We haven't taken a job that we go into every day and there's um, benefits and that sort of thing. And I, and I guess tennis is like that too. But so when there's this fear always that if you don't take that thing, right. you know, if I don't take the job that was offered to me in July – um, at the blah, 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 then I'm never, I love you know, that place. Then I, I yeah, Oh, I kill, I kill at the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, the, the, audiences so, are hot. Uh, the audiences are amazing. Uh, so uh, that, that I won't, you know, that another job won't come my way. Right. I mean, I remember, and it, and it, and it, it really took me a long time to, uh, I finally, you know, when the kids were little, I, I, I would say to my manager sometimes, I would go, you know what? And, and looking back, I sort of wish that I had, it worked less, but every parent says that. But, um, but I would say, I would say to my manager, you know, he's only going to be this age right now. Yeah. And you know, and I, you know, so I need to, um, but that's not hard to, you know, those are, those are all hard decisions to make, but, the, but it's not turning down like a whole, 
you know, like a like a a whole thing. I'm talking about turning down one little job or another little job. Or a, see, I, that's how I pay my rent is a thousand little jobs. Right. And I don't know if tennis is like that. But she, yeah, and she's set for yeah, life le- at I this mean, point. I think less so. Right. right. When you have that much yeah. money, uh, and also, you know, tennis, te- ex tennis players become tennis pros or coaches. I mean, you li- you'll live in that industry. Um, and she's, she's fine. She's got enough money. If she markets uh-uh. the squeaky ball, for the tennis matches, <laughs> she'll do great. I'm telling you, she'll have All because right, she'll folks. have dog fans. That's my point, <laughs> folks. Let me know what you think about uh, dog squeaky tennis balls, uh, and also uh, what have you said no to? Do you think Naomi Osaka should be saying no? And let me know what your thoughts are. That is the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining me. I would love for the people of Fake the Nation to know exactly where to go to be able to find you and all the wonderful stuff you do. Judy Gold, where do they find you? Hi, uh, my name's Judy Gold. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I haven't done the TikTok yet. I mean, I have a TikTok account, but I haven't done anything. At Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y, G-O-L-D, because I'm Jewish. (laughs) And uh, JudyGold.com. JudyGold.com, regular, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D.com, has all my dates and, you know, uh, and I uh, I have a book out called Yes, I Can Say That When They Come For The Comedians, We're All In Trouble. I have a podcast called Kill Me Now with Judy Gold, and I'll be performing in Provincetown, Massachusetts all summer long. Amazing. You should go see her. She's so fun to watch. It is incredible. Thank you. Uh, Paula Poundstone, where do people find you? I, well, I have a podcast. Do you know why I have a podcast? Because I'm a human being. And <laughs> that's why I have a podcast. Uh, I have a podcast. It's called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. And you can find it uh, where you get your podcasts. Or you can go to paulapoundstone.com. You can find my dates. And that's P-A-U-L-A. Um, <laughs> paulapoundstone.com. Uh, and uh, you, know, you can find my dates and, you know funny videos that I thought were funny when I made them. And, uh, and, and the podcast is also right there. And uh, yeah, like that. And this has been so much fun, Nagin. Oh, so fun. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for doing this show. Um, I love having you and you guys know where to find me and all of the social medias and all that. Don't forget to uh, join the fun at uh, patreon.com slash Nagin Farsad. And what I would really love to do here is a big thanks to everyone who makes the show possible. That's our producer, Julia Lind, and our sound engineer, Stephanie Aguilar. Uh, and thanks to all the wonderful people at HeadGum. And the theme music is written by Gabby Alter. Uh, folks, please uh, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts because it helps people find out about us. You can email us at fakethenation at headgum.com. Again, that's fake the nation at headgum.com um, let us know about topic ideas you might have guest ideas you might have uh, bonus content you might want to hear uh, anything uh, and everything we're here for you at fake the nation um, at headgum.com and we will be back in your earballs next week That was a HeadGum Podcast.